Hi, Zoe. Welcome to the Members One of Another podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time out to do this interview with me. I hope it will be a good experience for you and you know, wonderful story for the rest of us to listen to. Hi, Richard. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah. So I guess we can just start with some really basic questions um, like, who are you? You know, you're in school. What, what year are you? Where did you come from? Did you grow up in the area? Things like that. Yeah, sure. So I'm Zoe. I'm going to be a rising junior at Berkeley, and I'm studying bioengineering. Uh, I'm actually from SoCal. I'm from San Diego, but I actually have a lot of family in the Bay Area, like the San Jose and Millbrae area. Oh, nice. Oh, so you have family down in SoCal and family up here too? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh. All in California, or do you have like other parts of the states as well? My dad's side is in New York, so both coast. Okay, yeah, so you got the east and the west, nice. <laughs> okay, what made you want to come up for school? You didn't want to stay down in hot SoCal? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I wanted something a little different. I was considering UC San Diego, but that was a little <laughs> too close to home. <laughs> I thought the Bay Area and like Berkeley was like just the right fit, where I knew the area a little bit from like visiting my relatives. But it was far enough from home that I could really see myself growing and kind of experiencing college um, as something new. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you ever visit your relatives like on the weekends here or you hang with them pretty often? I usually go during like holidays, like Thanksgiving or mid-autumn festival or stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, we're glad you're up here. Hope has been everything you have dreamed of NorCal all the way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, can you can you tell me a little bit about how you found Vinewood or Crossroads? Yeah, how'd you hear about it? Sure. I think I first heard about Crossroads through Caitlin Wong. She and I went to the same high school. Um, we became friends in the second semester of senior year. So we were planning to church hop together, but then Lo and behold, before school started, she was like, oh, I've decided on Crossroads. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, wow. I guess new plan. Yeah, it's a lot of hopping you did there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but because of that, I guess Crossroads is on my radar. And then uh, I think I first found Vinewood um, just by looking at the different churches in the area. And then after mm-hmm. attending a couple services, and I also attended a large group online for the first time. And yeah, nice. Um so, so you met Caitlin in high school, you said, or you, you went to the same high school, at least. Did you guys go to the same church back in SoCal? Or? No, I actually went to uh, kind of like a really big, mm, I guess, I guess Calvary a church. Mega church? Yeah. Okay. Oh, Calvary. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Versus uh, Caitlin and actually many other, or a couple other crossroaders went to a Chinese church in the San Diego area. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Oh, so you just knew Caitlin from school then? Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice. How, how did you find that church? Or I guess like going back maybe a few more years or how did you kind of come to the faith? Did, did your family believe or like how did, how did you get introduced to Christianity? Yeah. So both my parents are Christians. So I grew up going to church and I guess I ended up going to that church because originally we had lived in Northern San Diego and that was the church that my parents had chosen at the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So you basically we have been there for a long time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, I guess if your parents found it and then they brought you to church, you, did you grow up in the youth group there too? Or I sort of did. I actually wasn't super involved in my 
home churches youth group partially I think maybe mid or late elementary school I actually moved further south and after that my church was like 20 plus minutes away so it wasn't really usable during the week so I actually attended at different churches like a Moana program in elementary school ah, yeah okay. mm-hmm. but as I got older I became I guess less involved in youth group <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah I'm familiar with the, the drive so I grew up in, in Georgia where you also have to drive to get to most places, mm-hmm. uh, unlike kind of NorCal, where you can kind of get by without a car sometimes. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Cool. So can you tell me a little bit about how you got saved then? It seemed like you, you grew up in the church, maybe you heard the gospel at, at Moana or, or the other church you went to. Yeah, I'm actually not sure when I became saved. I think growing up, like my parents were both very open about talking about their faith. And I remember reading the Bible together and doing Bible trivia um, and so on. So I remember praying the, you know, accepting Jesus into my heart and asking for forgiveness, like the prayer multiple times throughout elementary school. But I don't think I, my faith became more real, I think, till maybe middle school mm-hmm. when I think I, I, I started recognizing God moving, I guess, because I had moved to a new school for the first time in middle school. Yeah. And I'd gone from private school to public school. So I knew no one. And I remember I met this girl on my first day of school and I was found out that she was actually neighbors and kind of good friends with one of my longest friends um, from like piano. And so we just had this like crazy connection. I was like, oh, no way. And I think some other people that I met on the first couple days of school, I realized that it wasn't, couldn't just be a coincidence. And so I thought like God was like starting to move and place certain people in my life. And um, actually, I've been friends with that one friend ever since. So, <laughs> oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Middle school uh, is a really rough time to like be the new kid. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, it's, it's a tough time to be the kid, but then you know to have to go to a new school, I guess, um, is also very challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, cool. So so you know you you. Maybe pray the Lord's Prayer and then felt the Lord move in your life kind of throughout middle school. Um, and then, and then did, did you keep going to church in high school? Like, how did you decide you wanted to keep going after coming to college when you kind of left the family a little bit? Yeah. So I think college was really the next step in my faith. Um, like you said, like during high school, I go with my parents and I attend church on Sundays, but I think I was kind of spotty in my uh, Bible reading and also sometimes my prayers. And so um, I think God was a little more like uh, like a vending machine type of thing. Like I ask and hopefully we should receive. Um, but I, my parents grew a lot in um, the college fellowships, um, I guess, when they were in college. So I was really looking forward to that. So I think in college, I was really looking for a fellowship that I can grow in, in my, my Bible reading, uh, maturity, and also just other Christians that can really encourage me and kind of push me in my faith. So, yeah, I was really happy to find Crossroads. But, yes, I think since come to college, I've had a lot of time to reflect, especially since my freshman year was online. So I was able to have conversations with Caitlin about faith and also on the different people in Berkeley or Crossroads in Berkeley at the time and just hear how much like how mature they were, even though they're only a couple years older than me. And I think that really spurred uh, my desire to pursue growing in my relationship with God taking ownership of like yeah, reading the Bible on my own and really getting into the word and also like asking God like about decisions or just life daily. Yeah. And that's 
Yeah. That happened a lot more yeah, in college. Yeah, it's super encouraging to hear. And thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I think, I think I don't know if you've heard like people always say like, oh, like when you're in your parents' house, it's like your parents' faith, and then you kind of like you know go off, and then you kind of make it your own. So, um, yeah, I know for me, college was a very instrumental time as well, and I think it's the time when I got saved. And yeah, I think just you know going back to middle school, um, I think the only thing I remember. So the Sunday school teacher said, if you only remember one thing from this class, remember to read your Bible every day. And I guess it worked because that's the only thing I remember. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think, I think, you know, the experience in, in middle school and high school, and, you know, being a kid and, and growing up through that, um, yeah, definitely, definitely different stages uh, in our walk. But I'm really encouraged to hear that, you know, you, you felt the Lord moving around you. And it seems like, you know, looking back on our lives, he always is, right? Um, and I'm glad, glad that uh, college has been, sounding like a good experience for you <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit more mm-hmm. about your college experience like it, it seems like you know after the early years it seems like you've taken a lot of steps to make your faith your own and and how's that been for you yeah so I think my faith really took a turn when I, I decided to get yeah. baptized um that was spring of my freshman year I realized that I think I'm ready and I wasn't like sure why I was waiting anymore <laughs> So I decided to go through the baptism classes and really reflect on my testimony. And I guess that's the point when I started to, I guess, actively, really actively pursue God. And I think since then, like over the summer, I started in- attending like in-person fellowship at my home church. And I guess for the first time since I didn't haven't attended youth group in probably over f- like four or five years and really get to like share with one another and also experience worship. Mm-hmm. Um, with my peers um, and then I think once I came back to Berkeley I, I think my time at home kind of prepared me more um, for crossroads and I wanted to have a Christian community in, in yeah. Berkeley so I, I dived right in first I, I lived in Royston which some may know as uh, <laughs> the hub Sorry, for crossroads <laughs> so I was just surrounded by so I'm just surrounded by I think Christians on the daily life, I guess. And I found that very encouraging as I was able to have people walk beside me as I was going through my uh, daily trials, be it, oh, I didn't get a good grade on that quiz (laughs) or (laughs) some trial, or maybe I got some, uh, I was like going through something with my my parents or something. Um, I was able to, um, I guess, face those challenges with, um, I guess, my brothers and sisters. And I found that they really pointed me towards Christ a lot more. And yeah, I was able to just uh, reflect on God a lot more. And then I was also encouraged to do my disciplines as my roommates were also Christian. So I can see them doing their daily disciplines. And that really pushed me to yeah, yeah. try to do that as well. Yeah, it, so- it sounds like you've come up against, you know, a lot of like crossroads in, in your college experience. I promised you bad dad <laughs> jokes, so I got to throw one in. <laughs> um, but yeah, where you've been able to, you know, apply the scripture to your life and kind of get some practice working out those muscles, spiritual muscles, if you will. Um, I think, yeah, like hearing kind of your your testimony and your life story and just how the Lord has been working in your life, it seems like the theme I'm hearing is like, you know, next steps, like the next step or like, um, you know, always being pointed towards Christ and trying to just take one step towards him. Um and so I'm really encouraged to hear, like, yeah, the way that, that you've been growing in those areas and being encouraged by the fellowship to grow in your disciplines as well. Um, 
I think along that train of thought, um, do you have any next steps that you're looking really, really looking forward to? Um, they could be like, you know, extra disciplines or, you know, things you want to learn or, you know, things you want to do in the fellowship or like events coming up uh, with Crossroads or whatever it might be. Yeah, for sure. I think the next step that I can see is turning towards serving more. I've been very blessed with the community that God has, I guess, given me in the past two years. And um, I, I really want to, I guess, be able to push yeah. the other crossroads as well. I mean, I'm planning to serve in Bible study in the fall. Um, and I think that will really <laughs> challenge me in um, trying to just learn and discern from God's word. And also try to um, experience that with uh, my fellow crossroaders. And yeah, I'm very excited for that. Yeah, actually. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's all it is, right? So that's the walk one step at a time. Next conceivable uh, stuff that I can Christ see. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. Have you ever like led a Bible study before or like have experience kind of doing that? Uh, a little bit. I actually interned last spring and I think I led. Okay, cool two Bible studies and I was attending the present semester. That's great to hear. Mm-hmm. So a little bit. <laughs> I guess um, given that you were in the, the college fellowship, what, what are some of the highlights from being in the college fellowship that you can share? I know you talked a lot about like, you know, living with uh, people in, in a building that, you know, often is called some Royston. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, uh, are there other highlights of the college fellowship that you want to share? <laughs> I guess just by being in college, we really do live life together, I think a lot more. Um, uh, I've had a lot of fun taking classes with Crossroaders, which sounds very nerdy, I guess. But, um, <laughs> I mean, you're at Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think studying with friends and like last semester, I think every single one of my classes, I had a friend in, like like a cross, another Crossroader in, which was very fun as we were able to struggle together. <laughs> but uh, I guess um, some of my fondest memories are like during our CADS, which is Crossroads After Dark, for those who don't know. Okay. Um, I did not know. <laughs> which, <yeah. laughs> uh, which are basically like uh, fun events after large group. Oh, okay. And we had one called Master Chef where each of the classes would um, cook a dish in a different apartment in Royston. Nice. And then at the end, the young adult leaders would taste <laughs> everything and then see what's best. So one of the groups was hosted in my apartment in 204. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brought a separate set of chaos, I guess, being oh, in yeah. my own apartment. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. I think we made a pumpkin seeds that Eric Mo said he liked <laughs> and baked something. Oh, I think we made pumpkin fries or something. Nice. It was, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, it, I think we thought it would look and taste better than we, than it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well, you know, appearances like what half of the, half the meal or something. Uh, I don't know what this name is. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Is that, is that like one of your favorite CADs? What, what, what are the other CADs? CADs? 
Oh yeah, like I think some of the other ones that we've had. Oh, we had like a photo scavenging hunt around campus. We broke off into groups and just took pictures of like reenacting movies on campus yeah. or <laughs> um, finding like secret sites on campus and so on. Yeah, but honestly, I think some of my favorite memories are honestly just hanging out with crossroaders after a large group and just talking to yeah. like two, three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. The college experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm really glad that yeah, you have a good group of, of friends to walk together and grow together. I think that makes a big difference, right? I think, you know, the reason for this podcast, right, members one of another is to to demonstrate how God works in each of our lives. Uh, yes, but also just to, to help us to know and to love one another because, yeah, we, we are one body in Christ. Um, and so I'm glad you can have fun with the other crossroaders <laughs> as well as uh, fellowship and Bible study and, and growing in, in the disciplines as well. So I think uh, one last question for you uh, for the, um, our time is just how can people get to know you? Sure. Honestly, I think I'm more of a in-person type <laughs> person. Yep, yep. So ideally, maybe uh, message me or text me like a time to meet up. Okay. Um, or uh, I also like phone calls. <laughs> And the the order is from least likely to get get back to you to most likely to get back to you. <laughs> yeah. This is text call and then physical meetups. So. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> text call, physical meetups. All right, everyone heard that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> cool. Um, so you know, I, I I've heard that college students stay up kind of late. Um, is there a best time to contact you or hang out with you? Like not before ten a.m. or something? I don't know. <laughs> I'm actually a morning person, so oh, okay. mornings are should be fine. Maybe not before eight a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, after church is good, or I was, I think mornings actually maybe better than evenings. So I feel like a lot of college life happens in the evening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, it's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But I say anyone should feel free to text me to figure out a time to meet up. <laughs> cool. So I, I think um, when I was a college student, uh, the postgrad seemed like so old and mature, right? <laughs> um, and I think, you know, in college, it's, it's easy to hang out with the collegians as well. But um, I think part of the benefits of being a multi-generational church is that we, we do have different kind of, um, you know, generations of people. And I, I wonder how you feel about that would you feel intimidated if someone you know older just came out and be like hey hey zoe i heard your podcast you know you want to <laughs> hang out this tuesday or something <laughs> maybe a little bit but um i think i'd really enjoy the company i got a chance to uh, meet up with hoyan and monica and well i just i see like hannah and abraham during um crossroad events too yeah but no i would i wouldn't be intimidated i, I be very happy <laughs> okay sounds good and honored all right well everyone at lsf you heard that too so have at it <laughs> all right um was well, there anything you, else you'd like to say to encourage the body or the church or or just any thoughts you have on your mind i guess i found um i think upon reflection in the past year that yeah community has really played a very big role i think in my faith walk uh, in the past two years and um, I'm very thankful for that, both Crossroaders and also the LSFers and the different adults in the um, church. I feel very important to, and um, I guess 
I encourage everyone to continue. <laughs> oh, well, praise the Lord. Well, thank you, Zoe. Thank you for your time. Um, do you mind if I just pray for you before we close out our time here? Sure. All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for uh, Zoe and just her heart to share her life and her story um, and, and how you've been working in her life uh, with us today. We just thank you for the steps that she's been able to take uh, towards you, that you have drawn her towards yourself, um, and that she has yeah, just been faithful and walking in obedience and baptism and getting plugged in and desiring to know more about you through your word. Um, thank you for the fellowship of believers and crossroads that can walk together with her, encourage her, um, and, and the uh, older um, adults and LSFers and, and all others in the church who have been able to pour into her. Um, pray that you would help us to continue to try to love Zoe and to um, help her along taking just those one steps at a time. For that's all of us, Lord. We know that you are a good shepherd and that we're just dumb sheep taking one step at a time um, as you guide us. So help us to continue to take those steps, to persevere in our walk, um, to continue to grow in our Christian walks and um, our Christ-likeness so that um, we may one day see you in eternity. We thank you for this time. We thank you for, yeah, again, just this uh, opportunity to chat. Um, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah.